morning. Welcome to the manual. It's been a while since I recorded with you guys. So thank you for your patience and I will try to do better. It's been a very tumultuous last few weeks. I am trying to do a lot of personal things and professional things at the same time. Uh, feeling like the year is coming to an end and I have to kind of get everything done. So I do apologize for those who text me uh, for the next episode. Um, this will be it. I haven't uh, uploaded anything or recorded anything since I've last spoken to you guys. So I hope all is well where you are and I hope you guys are doing your best uh, to put your best self forward and you are doing what you can uh, in these times. Um, obviously, wherever you are, you may be experiencing an uptick in cases, um, probably hospitalizations and deaths. Uh, here in Virginia, we're holding steady, but uh, it, there has been some activity. So I am probably not going to be going anywhere for the holidays. Not that I was planning to go anywhere other than go home to New Jersey, but um, we'll probably be here uh, for the most part. So I've, uh, you know, I've already, I've told many friends on and offline that I've um, kind of given in to this year 2020 has defeated me <laughs> knockout knockout punch so i am um kind of gonna sit sit pretty for the most part uh for those of you that don't know me that well uh i did lose a few friends during this time um i've mentioned um this on previous episodes and and i've talked to people offline about it uh so i know it's not a hoax i know that a lot of conspiracy theorists are out there and a lot of people are talking about things um, that this is not real or it's made up, or it's, it's politicized or whatever you want to call it. Um, tell it to the six people that I know that, that are not here, that it's politicized, that it's not real. So, um, if it's not real, they're doing a hell of a job making it feel like it's real. So, uh, you can do what you want. <laughs> you are given your God given right to do anything and everything that you want to do, but please, 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 please wear a mask to mitigate what's happening and try to help out uh, someone's grandmother, someone's auntie, someone's cousin, someone's brother, someone's kid. Uh, do whatever you can to to do that. So lots been going on lately. Obviously, the biggest elephant in the room is the election, which is happening, I believe, in eight days. I can't believe we're already uh, into November and into election, the election time. Uh, this has been a hell of an election cycle for the most part. Uh, I am uh, self-admitted and and self-proclaimed and not the most political person on the planet. Don't care about it. Um, you know, it's just me. But uh, obviously, this is a very important election um, given the climate of things. I've, uh, over the time that this pandemic has been, has been raging for the most part, uh, a lot of people have shown um, their colors, whether it's their true colors or colors that I've never seen or whatever it is. Uh, I've been challenged on both sides of the table, so to speak. I've been, my blackness has been challenged. <laughs> I am an African-American, which I hate the term, but I'm a black man in America. Uh, that I'm not black enough or something like that because I'm not supporting um, root causes uh, every day or online or whatever. My presence isn't felt, uh, so to speak. I have a person that's been challenging my presence um, for the most part. The other side of it is that I've been too, um, maybe showing my colors. Um, for the most part, I have, uh, another friend that I've lost, you know, not lost to COVID, but lost to just, you know, us uh, having differences in opinions and things, which is fine because I am totally cool. I told you guys, I am totally cool with a lot. I am very, 
kind of um, not laid back. Laid back is probably maybe too light of a word for me. I I have a very nonchalant, I'm sorry, nonchalant, laissez-faire type of attitude about a lot of things in life. I mean, when it comes to money, when it comes to um, friendships, you know, I want you to be as comfortable as I am around you. Uh, I want you to be able to say things, you know, not hurtful or or, or, or um, scary or, or something like that. But I want you to be you. I want you to be, you know, don't put on a mask for me. Just, you know, be you. If you don't like something that I don't like, if you don't feel something that society doesn't feel, feel free. You know, take, you know, take your shot. You know, I, I just don't want people to feel like or they have to tiptoe around me or I have to tiptoe around them because I'm, I can guarantee you I'm not going to tiptoe around you. You know, I'm not looking to offend anyone. Um, that's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is that if you feel a certain way about things, do that. I have friends from all walks of life, which sounds like the most racist thing ever. Oh, I have a white friend or I have a, you know, an Asian friend or I have an Indian, you know, whatever, whatever it is. Um, I have friends from pretty much every corner because um, it's kind of like how I've lived my life for the last probably 25 years. The first 25 years was actually in isolation. And what and what I say about isolation is like where I grew up, I was only around certain type of people. Um, and part of that was choice. But part of that was where I lived. Um, so I didn't have a lot of exposure to certain things as far as culturally um, or uh, ethnically, or whatever you want to call that, because I lived in a, in a neighborhood that was a, a bubble for the most part. Uh, went to high school that was like a bubble for the most part. So when I got to college, it was, you know, when that was the early, early to mid 90s. That's when I got a chance to kind of like, you know, experience a lot of other people and, and things of that nature, which was great because, you know, sometimes you find out things that you thought that, you know, society feeds you or you watch on TV and you find out that's not the case. That person is just like you, you know, for the most part. Um as I mentioned before uh, on, on previous platforms and, and this podcast is that a lot of things now are, are politicized and it's kind of like, you know, you got to pick a side. You got to like, you know, draw a line in the sand or something to that effect, because now everyone wants to know how you're feeling. You know, what do you, what do you think about this or what you should you know, what should you do? You know, what should we do about this? And I'm like, nothing. You know, or whatever you're doing, you know, it is done on a, a microscopic level or it's done on a macro level, whatever your fancy is, you kind of cater to that. So I always tell people like, listen, man, just be be yourself. You know, I don't care if you support Trump. I don't care if you support Biden. I really don't care. You know, I just care about, you know, if we have a friendship that that friendship is not fractured because of any political beliefs or any religious beliefs or whatever you want to call that in there. So uh, I am probably a selfish person for saying that, but I don't give a shit, you know, and if your friendship wavers um, for that, then we probably weren't friends to begin with. Maybe I I thought more highly of you than than you did of, of me or I just thought that we were cooler than that. So anyhow, it doesn't matter to me at all. So obviously the election is coming up. Uh, we're, we hopefully want to see something happen. Um, again, I don't know what the answer is, but the answer is not what we have because it is at this point, and I've truly tried to keep my personal feelings out of this. This is idiocy at its highest and ignorance at its lowest. Uh, this is a 
<clears throat> this is a shit show on wheels, flaming hot garbage, whatever you want to call it. It's just been it's just been crazy. Um, I've never in my life seen um, just a lack of decency or morality or just common professionalism or whatever you want to call it. This is this is arguably probably the dumbest person that I can think of that's that that has held office that I can remember maybe putting my head to it. And, and again, I guess the news obviously plays a part in how they spin things, but he doesn't help himself by kind of giving certain things away. So again, I've I've asked for uh, supporters uh, to come on the show to talk to me. I have friends that are that I know that are, and I've asked them to come on, but no one seems to want to come on. So um, I can't call you scared, or I can't call you a coward. I just can't call you because you you know you probably wave a sign or you know, get on your keyboard and, and write nonsense. But if you want to have an actual debate and articulate your position, I'm free. I'm, I'm free to do it. Whenever you want to do it, I want to do it. So, you know, it is what it is. So if you if if you're like that, then keep it to yourself. If you want to talk and debate and kind of, you know, uh, dig, dig a little deep on things, I am here to do that for you. Um, So kind of keeping up on what I've been doing, uh, I've been trying to seek out some more certifications personally for myself. Uh, I am a professional um, student, is what you would like to say. I like to collect titles and I like to learn things, especially if you know if they're worth my while. And uh, the the position of um, uh, of work that I do now, it, it, you know, employs me to have uh, education constantly because I have to keep evolving and building who I am in order to obviously make more money. So taking a few classes, uh, one of the classes I'm taking is actually on behavioral, which is what I want to talk about today is behaviors uh, when it comes to um, health and wellness uh, for what I've been studying because I have to take the certification in a a month or two. I have to test for it. So I'm getting to that point where, um, you know, I can engage in some conversation with people that I'm training and also engage with the general public and fr- family and friends if they have questions. Um, obviously not an expert, but kind of, you know, building my own my own wealth and, and, and knowledge on on these subjects. So when it comes to be- your behavior uh, as it pertains to your health, the one thing that I've noticed uh, and the book didn't have to tell me this is that you have to be brutally honest with yourself. Uh, we live in our bodies every single day. We are, you know, walking around, living, breathing, sleeping, eating, shitting, whatever you want to call it for ourselves. Uh, your body gives you uh, feedback on what's happening to it, whether you expose it to activity, whether you do not expose it to activity, whether you feed it right, whether you uh, put a lot of crap in it or whatever you want to call it. But our body kind of gives us back. It's it's a living, breathing supercomputer. Um, and if you're running at optimum, you know it. And if you're not running at optimum, you know it as well. You know, we've had a lot of uh, things um, that we've seen uh, during COVID that exposed a lot of how these things can affect your 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 health. Excuse me. And one of the things that I um, tell people is is what you cannot train is your immune system. All right. Meaning it, you can't just go to a gym and train to be immune to something. You have to kind of start that in the kitchen and your best practices on how you 
prepare food, how you eat food, how you select food, um, you know, that kind of thing. And I keep telling people, and I've been preaching this for the longest, is that, you know, um, if you're not a person who wants to supplement and take a lot of vitamins, that's great. You can actually eat your vitamins. You can, you know, get your your daily, uh, uh, sorry, allowances, or you get your your fill of, you know, vitamins and minerals through food um, and not processed food. You should not be eating things out of a can. I've said that for thousands and thousands of years. Do not eat any vegetables out of a can. Uh, that can is vacuum sealed. Whatever was sealed in that can at the time that can was processed is in there and it's going to stay in there for a very long time. You know, our body doesn't do well uh, with preservatives, um, breaking them down. They don't know what to do with it. So sometimes it becomes hazardous to our health. Literally, like it's, it's, it's a hazard inside of you, you know, breaking down. Think of like plastic that they say like it takes 10,000 years for like a bottle cap to dissolve or whatever it is. It's, it's, it's crazy. So food is kind of like the same way. You know, food has a shelf life. You shouldn't be eating leftovers two and three weeks later and you shouldn't be um, you know, making things in excess. If you make juice, if you if you're juicing something, uh, that's to be drank that day. You know, you may get away with an overnight uh, storage, but then you should not be drinking juice that you made on Monday on Saturday morning. It just doesn't work like that. You make a fresh uh, sample. Whole foods. The concept of whole food is something that is is it's uh, it has a shelf life. It has a um, you know a time frame of when you should eat it. And when you should have into your systems, you know, same as vitamins and minerals, they absorb into the bloodstream at different rates, depending on when you take them, how often you take them and what you take them for. You know, you have to learn this thing. So one of the one one of the things about behavior, what I'm trying to get at is that you have to be brutally honest on how you feel. If you don't feel right, something feels off. Go to the doctor. If you can go to the doctor and says, hey, I'm having trouble sleeping, I'm having trouble sexually, I'm having trouble whatever. Like Those are telltale warning signs of something's happening inside of you and that you should kind of like, you know, take notice, you know. And again, don't wait till you're feeling way, way worse than to go in, you know, try to get, you know, help or whatever it is. There's many things that we don't understand how our weight affects us. And, and when I say weight is... Uh, whether being undernourished or overnourished, and and there's a there's a difference. I've have clients on both sides of that spectrum. I have people that I train that are trying to gain weight. You know, it sounds silly, but there's people that have trouble gaining weight because, you know, something in them is you know they they don't hold on uh, to that or they don't eat an excess or whatever it is. It could be something that they don't eat enough or. What they eat, they burn so quickly through that they're not, you know, they're not gaining any weight. And you have some people that just eat, you know, like me. If I eat crazy, <laughs> I gain weight quickly. I just, I'm one of those people that, you know, if I ate reckless for two weeks, I can probably put on, you know, no lie, like 15 pounds. Seriously, like if I just ate, you know, like if, if my cheat day was every day for, for 15 days, uh, I would be, I would probably gain about you know, 15 to 20 pounds, no lie. So your behavior is, is, is triggered by, or it's affected by a lot of things. And what I mean about that is that how you're feeling about the pandemic, how you feeling about, 
your political situation, how you're feeling about your work situation, how you feel about your marriage, how do you feel about your relationships with your family and friends, how do you how do you feel about your financial situation? All of those things are predicating factors on how you feel, how you how, what affects your mood, what pisses you off, what makes you happy. All of that is kind of a a a, a concoction, a, a witch's brew, so to speak. Uh, of all the things that are going on with you and there has to be kind of a, a balance. When people say all oh, the work life balance, you have a life life balance. Your life has levels to it. You know, you have your your part of your life where, you know, your financial situation may affect may or may not affect directly your marriage. Or your marriage or where you live geographically is affected by the money that you make. Uh, so that's a, one of the biggest ones is people, people, you know, is money. One of the things for me that I can remember through a lot of my relationships coming up is that I never let money kind of play any any significant role in it. And the reason being is that because I try to always put myself in a position where I made a lot of money. So it didn't become a situation on the table to say, well, you know, we're we're struggling, or, you know, whatever it is. It's like, no, no, I'm comfortable. So we're comfortable. You know, we'll add whatever you have to it and we're comfortable. That's always been kind of like my thing is to be comfortable. So I wanted to always have a job or be in a position or be in a industry where I can do that, do it anywhere in the country or for betterment anywhere in the world. You know, and the uh, of all the things I've done in my life, the last two things that I'm doing um, I can pretty much do anywhere on the planet unless I'm in some remote, you know, area in Papua New Guinea or something like that. I can do these things um, for a living. So a lot of your mood and a lot of what affects you uh, is your behavior, how you feel about things, what, you know, what makes you upset. You know, we some of us are very um, hair triggered to do, you know, to just go off. And what, I guess one of the things during the pandemic that I've talked to a friend about is that their patience is gone. And I get it. You know, they got kids that they're trying to, you know, uh, keep busy, keep them in activities, keep them in school, um, which is, is crazy because if you're a working person, if you're a working adult and you have three children that are pretty much being homeschooled right now. Uh, it, it's kind of a it's kind of a hard thing, and I and I see where people can lose their patience and lose their time because if you are a person that has been the the I'll take care of everything before COVID, and then COVID hits now, and then you're like now you have to do everything on someone else's time, make sure all the kids are in school, logged on, doing homework. You still have to cook dinner. You still have to clean your house. You still have to you know, do whatever. It's been crazy. I read somewhere that takeout <laughs> has been like up, like, I think like 90%. Like, you know, a lot of people are cooking. I'm one of those, but I, I have the last couple of weeks, I've been victim in a lot of takeout. Uh, it took me a while to build up the getting takeout, but now uh, I'm seeing that I need to scale back a little bit because it's just kind of not the thing. I was cooking for a while and it was giving me a sense of, um, empowerment that I was able to control what I was putting into my body. Also, you know, what I was um, getting and what I was deficient in as far as um, vitamins and minerals. So 
I'm like, I need to get back on my cooking game. So I went shopping the last two weeks, um, last three weeks, actually, just kind of stocked up, got rid of, I went through the cabin, did a purge, got rid of a lot of things that I don't need. And I'm like, okay, I don't even know why I bought this. So whatever I can give away, I did. But things that I have lingering in the house uh, that weren't, you know, going to help me out, they've either been stocked away or thrown away, you know. Um, So I try to uh, deal with, a lot of things um, through behavior. And I guess by taking this class, um, I've learned some things about myself. And I've also learned about what triggers, like what, like why this is. And, you know, some of it makes a lot of sense. And some of it is like, I'm still working through it. And I'm like, okay, I'm still not correlating why that is. But for the most part, I understand that you know, my mood, I need to get back to meditation. I need, I need to get back to a, a sense of balance. I, I need to take a day off. And when people take a day off, that day off is not just to go do, you know, more work like things. You're a day off means a day off, a day away from the office, a day away from, you know, certain activities um, that, that involved way more than just relaxing. Like, you know, like you don't take a day off to do housework. Like that's not what a day off is supposed to be about. You know, that you're going to do a lot of uh, cleaning and a lot of sorting and, and stuff like that. Now, if you have a weekend that you're off and maybe Saturday mornings is your thing to do that, then do that. But then the rest of the day, relax, have a glass of wine, have a beer, you know, talk to somebody's game, whatever you want to do. You know, you should be able to do for the most part. Um, so a lot of what you're going through, uh, you can kind of trace back to how your behavior has been. You know, how, you know, are you are you being more even keeled or are you running hot? You know, all that depends on on what's what what is affecting you, what is making your behavior like that. Um, one of the things also that um, I've noticed during the pandemic is that a lot of people for, you know, for, for the best of it, a lot of your demons, um, you're forced to feel, you know. You're forced to face, actually. And when I say demons is if you're somebody who drinks uh, and, uh, you know, have a, a cocktail here and there, you might have found out that now that you have the time to kind of do that a lot more, that you're engaging a lot more in a lot of drinking. Or if you're doing something um, such as. Uh, like a hobby, that hobby's now taken over and it's become like a, a job. And I've and I've told you this, I've told you guys this a lot of, a lot of times before. If you have something that you do for fun, that maybe re- like relaxes you or you know kind of like it, it's your thing, that's great. That's great to have an outlet. That's very very good. I mean my my outlet, one of my outlets is the gym. Like that's in my top three. You know, it's like. I don't know what I would do without working out. But the thing is, is that, you know, I found a way to monetize it. I became a trainer. If you're doing something that you love to do and you want to share with people, why not get paid to do that? Why not, you know, say, okay, you know what? I am going to um, make a, you know, make a a part-time living out of this. You know, Uh, we are in America, people. This is the land of the side hustle. (laughs) <laughs> as as one of my boys like to say, like we should we should all have something that we can do uh, to make money, you know. And sometimes you may not want to do that, and that's your right. 
But I just wanted to float that out there that if you may be sitting on a million dollar idea and don't even know it. You know, a lot of companies that have started, you know, Famous Amos, Cookies, whatever it is, you know, someone started with just making it for family and friends. And then all of a sudden someone says, hey, man, you know what? This, this tastes great. You should like sell this, you know, and if you're if you're if you're a client to that, do it, you know. And, and again, I say this in, in, in a kind of um, in a kind of way that, you know, I would never force you to do something that you wouldn't want to do. But I'm just saying, like, you, you never know. You never know. OK, so, yeah, I'm doing this behavioral course. Um, hopefully I can pass this certification and the flying colors because I hate to fail that stuff. So uh, it's kind of been in my wheelhouse for a little bit. So I got to kind of get it out. But I'm noticing again, you know, check your behavior, check, you know, check how you're how you're moving through the world, how you're navigating. You know, um, you know, we always um, try to do that. Uh, a friend of mine's on on a podcast that I, I co-host called The Deep had asked me about what's my favorite superhero. And we got into a few different uh, talking points and touch points about that. And it was actually a great show. So check out The Deep uh, on your, on any podcast you can find it on. And, you know, I always picked Superman because that's, that's kind of who I can relate to um, um, in his Superman form <laughs> versus like the Clark Kent stuff because I don't think I'm awkward or anything like that as a regular person, but I do have tendencies that make me always want to be strong um, and and kind of persevere and, and that kind of thing. So Superman is, like, is my guy. But I'm going to keep this one light today. I uh, just want to touch base, touch in um, for that. Um, I am trying to get more recordings out now that the um, holidays are, are upon us. I'll have a little bit more time. Uh, so to speak, and hopefully once this exam is is done, I'll be able to get back to our our once a week situation. But I thank you again for listening to the manual and have a great day.